Welcome to SelfDiscoveryMedia.com, where we discover the communities that are making a difference in the lives of others. Our self-discovery is something we are all making on our life's journey. Here you will find the people that will be your guidance, that will be your inspiration, that will be there for you in support on your journey of life. Do enjoy. Our next show is... Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, everybody. Welcome back to another edition of Sarah's View of Life, right here on selfdiscoverymedia.com. I'm your host, Sarah Troy. I've just listened to a really wonderful episode on Man Enough, and the question was, we are man enough. But it was about, you know, four celebrities, in each very successful in their own lives, talking about communicating with one another, being able to open up what is a man, the stereotype of what a man should be as opposed to, you know, um, identifying what a man really is and uh, how to articulate that, how to discover that. We have so many expectations on men and we wonder why they can't speak with us and most of the time it's because they can't even speak with one another. To be vulnerable, to open up, to speak about their feelings or their fears or their worries is always something that makes them feel less of a man or that they're going to be judged, um, that they're not man enough to handle the situation and they're meant to handle it all on their own. And I feel this is one of the huge problems that we have in society is that we don't teach our men, we don't teach our boys how to speak with one another. We as women don't find it hard to open up and speak about our feelings, to be vulnerable with one another, to call each other out, to speak open and honestly, to laugh, to cry, to dance, to shout, to do everything together. We will do that. We empower each other to do that. And if we're not, then there's something wrong with the situation because that's what camaraderie is, that's what friendship is, that's what sisterhood is. And we can have that with men as well if they are willing to open up with us. But it's not a question of willingness, it's a question of them just don't know how. They've been taught, you know, the John Wayne stereotype, toughen it up, I'm going to deal with it on my own, the Rambo, I'm going to box it out in the ring, the Donnie DeMarco's a shoot it all out. You know, the thing is what we've taught men to do with their feelings is to use violence. Violence against one another, violence in sports. That taking out a gun and shooting somebody is making you a man. And we haven't taught them the greatest gift of that beautiful inner vulnerability of being open, honest, authentic with who they are is the greatest power they will ever have. Why is this? When did it start happening? Has it always been there? As one of the gentlemen mentioned, you know, that he's from Eastern Europe. So it was about, um, therefore you must you know, everything must be about the women. So if your woman is in hand, if your woman is keeping a good house, 
if your woman is is uh, keeping good records, if your woman has raised a good child, then it reflects on the man. The man's done the right job. Where the women are doing all the work, but it reflects on the man's image. If the woman isn't doing it, then therefore the man is not manly enough to keep his woman in check. So outdated thinking and desperate need of certain men in certain cultures to hold on to this because they are too scared to man up enough to say, I have a feminine side. It's not all testosterone. That testosterone can be really detrimental to your health and to your well-being if you stay in that state of being all the time. It is imperative that you get up and get out to be vulnerable, to seek that feminine side. It does not make you gay. And if you are gay, so what? You're going to embrace your masculine side as well. We as women embrace our masculine side. We have it. You call us butch when we do that, or lesbian, or tomboys. But really all it is is just embracing that masculine power that's within us. But never underestimate the power of a woman and the power that she has, the empowerment that she has, and what she is capable of doing. Because believe me, a woman has a great deal of empowerment. It's not a mistake that women go through the birthing situation the carrying of the baby, the menstrual, the everything else, the menopause. I think if men went through that, not only would they value life more because they've carried it and they've birthed it and they've raised it, but they would also understand that nurturing, to be a nurturer, is where the power is. I have a wonderful show out this week with a lady called Brenda, and we're talking about human traits. So we're talking about how we communicate with one another. And the beauty of it is, you know, Brenda Batista. And it's know yourself to lead yourself. And it's the beauty of this particular show is that we do talk about those personality traits, those, those ways we communicate. And, you know, 43% of the population, the world's population, are nurturers. And they're not all women, but they are predominantly women. Why? Because we have always been nurturers. But when you see a woman become a warrior, a soldier, she's got to be butch, she's got to be lesbian, or she's got to be like one of the guys. Why can't she not be feminine and a warrior as well? Look at Wonder Woman, for instance. We have these images in our head, and th those images are there because somebody has dictated them. And in that dictation, it has told us that we have to be. And if we're not, then there's something wrong with us. That's a whole load of boulder dash. We do not have to be. We are designed to be both sides of the equation, feminine and masculine. We are both each other. And that masculine side is, is a strength, as is a feminine. And a feminine masculine side is also a weakness. And weakness is a beautiful vulnerability. There is no shame in weakness. There is no shame in saying, I can't cope with this, or I 
can't do that or I don't want to do that or it's against my very beingness to do that that to me is empowerment is power to stand up from your core of yourself and to say I am unwilling to do that because it's against the core of me not the image of me not the doctrine of me the historical image portrayed upon me but because it is my principle from my heart and my soul I will not kill I will not abuse a woman I will not abuse a child I will conduct my business with integrity I will not cheat another person because it's against my principles now we see this in religion people get very principled in religion but then that religion becomes misconstrued because put religion along with masculinity and suddenly they think they're in charge that they're the be-all and the end-all and what they say is it and nobody else has a say because God has spoken because God was a man but God was gentle God was nurturing Jesus was nurturing he was empowering he incited conversation with the people he taught them to love one another to listen to one another that the strength of the masculinity is within that femininity that lay inside of them we have painted this picture of this macho so how do we encourage our men today to open up? Well, first and foremost, we need to give them an arena where they feel they can open up and not be ridiculed. We need to give them a, a space where they can be vulnerable. I even say things that just, you know, splurt out of their mouth because they really don't know how to articulate it yet. And no judgment is going to be passed upon them. No expectation just a listening just being there letting them speak when a man goes on the journey of his own self-discovery and he discovers the pain he's holding on to the memories he's holding on to the image he's holding on to the expectation he's holding on to and he looks at all of that and says it's too much to bear it's too much to carry then it's time to let it go that's where the strength is in letting it go that's where the empowerment is in letting it go in saying enough is enough I don't want to take anymore I am vulnerable it is not a weakness I am not weak because I'm vulnerable. In fact, to trust people with your vulnerability is the greatest gift you can ever give. When other people see that vulnerability in you and they really care for you, they don't belittle you. They don't beat you up. If they do, they're the wrong kind of friends. That's definitely time to delete. They're there now almost as an invitation to say we're there for you thank you for letting us in what can we do for you is this simply a hug you need do you need a sounding board do you need someone to tell you that they love you 
that you are enough, that we appreciate you, that we respect you, and that you don't need to carry this burden with you all alone. How about we turn around to our men and we tell them that? You don't need to carry this burden all alone. How about as women, we say, we are your equal. We are your equal. We have this gift, you have that gift, and together we have these gifts. And there is nothing that we cannot achieve together. Somebody put a bunch of fruit at the bottom of a tree and told a tribe of children, the first one who gets to all of that fruit, they can have it all for themselves. And the children went hand in hand, holding on each other's hands, and ran towards the tree. And they all partake of that fruit. And the guy said, but why do you do that? One of you could have had it all. And they said, how can we enjoy the fruits if others are sad? As human beings, we want to make people happy. We want to know that the impact of us and who we are and what we're doing is making someone happy. We want to know that that impact is making a difference in other people's lives. It gives us purpose. It gives our lives meaning. It shows us we're on the right track. It shows us that we are contributors and not leeches on this planet. But we don't need the macho. Oh yeah, it's all very sexy in movies. Just the macho go like the silent type. Just takes out the gun, boom, boom, boom. But you know what? He'd be more of a hero if he talked it out. If he let it out instead of shot it out. We desperately want to talk to men. We desperately want that conversation. But we know that you feel uncomfortable when we talk about our own feelings because you don't know how to deal with your feelings. And if you dealt with your feelings and you're open and honest to really sharing with us, then we feel safe enough to talk to you. Let us let go of that past image. The John Wayne type, the Clint Eastwood type, the the Rambo type. Let us look at the beautiful vulnerability. You know, even in the Black Panther, the panther himself, although he was strong and he was principled, he had his weakness. He had his love. He had his insecurities. He had the burden of the people. He had the fears. Could he live up to it? But he had strength around him that loved him for who he was, not what his title was. And that when he was beaten down, the loss of him, although temporary, was something that shattered them. Because yes, he held everyone together, but because they had lost someone they loved. We look to our fathers, to our brothers, to our lovers, to our husbands, and they very often are the breadwinners because the women are at home raising the children. I'm a bit advocate of staying at home and raising your children. Very often we can work from home now. 
work part-time until the kids go off to school where you can work longer hours, run your own business, or even within other work, you can work at home. And that way, it's much easier to balance the work and the family life. But when the husband gets home, it's not like, oh, I've had a long day, I want to put my feet up, where's the beer, where's dinner? Very often the woman who has small children, she needs conversation, <laughs> you know, sentences put together instead of goo goo gaga all day. And it's good for the husband to come home and go, okay, can I cook or can I wash up or can I bathe the babies or can I do this and that? I co-parent. If everybody co-parents together, then they get to sit down and be together. Even if they're tired, even if they don't want to talk about their day or they do, but just be together because the burden isn't on one person. I was made to feel guilty that I stayed home to raise my children. I do not feel guilty for staying home to raise my children because it was a 24-7 job. I was on duty through the night, I was on duty through the day. I had a couple of hours in the day where I could maybe meet someone for lunch before I had to pick up the kids. Then there's grocery shopping, there's laundry, there's ironing, there's cleaning, there's the homework, there's getting them to bed. And very often the husband would come in at all hours and everything was done. So I loved the fact that I stayed home. He was the breadwinner. It was difficult because I had no independence and I certainly had no financial independence. And that is something that we can't do. We can't have the main earner lording over the person who's staying home to raise the kids. If the job should so be that way, if it is the woman with the higher power job and the man wants to stay home, kudos, kudos, kudos. Same thing though. You pay the spouse who is at home raising the children. They're entitled to that money too. I once gave my husband a bill. Housekeeper, shopper, daycare babysitting, um, all of the stuff that a woman does. Oh, yeah, sex goddess, all of that thrown in there. Looked at the bill and went, oh, my God. And I said, yeah, if you had to subsidize me, you know, get pay for someone else to come in and do the work I do, this is how much it would cost. And when we look at things in numbers and we suddenly realize, oh, I guess you are doing a lot of work. If a woman chooses to work from home so that she could be around to help to raise the kids, it's still the same thing. Whoever's coming home who's worked the 9 to 5 job, you're coming home to be a co-parent. If there's something that you don't like that's going on or something you're feeling frustrated about, don't let it build up. Don't let it ferment because it will grow into a monster all out of proportion and then you will let it loose on your spouse and the next thing you know there's ugliness there 
and words said that you can't take back and there's a huge crack in your relationship. So it is essential that both men and women have friends that they can talk it out with. Not just go to the gym and sweat it out or pay, you know, play games that they're running around and getting that energy out. No, no, no. That's good for you. Yes, that's really, really good for you. But you've got to be able to speak it out. Because if you don't speak it out to someone, you're going to shout it out at the wrong person. And then there's going to be hurt and pain. And then there's going to be guilt. And then there's going to be the protection of that guilt. And it's an onward spiral that just keeps going down until everything is shattered and cannot be prepared. So men, it's okay to share your feelings. Now I know some people have watched The Bachelor of the last season, Katie's season. And there was a guy there that opened up and gave his feelings. And she had rather a blank look on her face. Well, part of it is contractually. She can't say too much. But um, maybe when he said that, she realized she didn't feel the same way. But he, instead of kind of going gently, he blew up. And he ended up walking out on her. And that was because his feelings, A, weren't reciprocated. But he felt almost a fool for being vulnerable. He felt that he had shared his vulnerability and that it should have been shared back. And when it wasn't, he felt affronted. It kind of was an attack on his masculinity. When we give our love to someone and they don't receive it back, they don't, you know, don't want it, or not in the same way, we can't blame the other person. It's how we feel. And maybe they don't know yet how they feel or they don't feel the same way. And that's okay. But it's still good on you to be vulnerable. But don't backpedal. Don't get defensive. This wasn't a weakness of yours. This was a beautiful vulnerability that just wasn't reciprocated because it couldn't be. That honesty could not be shared. You do not want somebody coming back and going, Oh, I love you too. And only saying it just to say it because they feel obligated rather than somebody saying it because they truly do believe it. We have a long way to go in society to find the balance. We blame men for a lot. And a lot of it is the lack of communication. We blame the fact that they can't open up. Or there is the stereotype of men versus women. The jocks. Mr. Macho. I'm in charge. Also, a point that was brought up in this wonderful conversation, which I do hope you see. I have it here on the posting. We are man enough on Facebook. The beautiful point was is that girls can look in each other's eyes and hold the stare for a long time. And it, it encourages people to be vulnerable and to really speak their truth. But when a man looks into a woman's eyes, it can turn sexual. So 
when he looks into another man's eyes, he kind of suddenly gets conscious, oh God, is it coming across sexual? Instead of just open and honest. So there's a lot of stigmas and there's a lot of crap that's being put in the way of just simple, open, honest conversation. And I think every guy should have this open, honest conversation with their father. No blame, no shame. The fathers were brought up the same way. And I think it's that time to be open. I, I'm say, because you were closed off, I'm closed off. Let's try opening up. And let me understand, you know, where it is that you came from or, or why you do what you do. Let me understand what is in me is a repetitive cycle that I need to delete, that I need to change. Don't be afraid of change, men. Women, don't be afraid of encouraging your men. Not demanding, not pushing, not being bossy, but encouraging them. Because when we encourage them and support them through this journey, they actually become this wonderful human being that has the yin-yang of both their feminine and masculine side. And they feel so well balanced. And they feel so in their truth. They feel so empowered that they really do feel they can really make a difference in the world. And they can. And they are because of that beautiful openness of the gift that lays inside of them, the personality trait that lays inside of them. Maybe they are one of those 43 nurturers, 43% nurturer, and they want that nurturing to come out. And they've been too scared to let that nurturing out because it could be perceived as homosexual. Oh, what a hang-up we have on that. Just be caring. Just be caring, and first be caring towards yourselves. So to all the men out there, the brothers, the fathers, the grandfathers, the uncles, the single, you're not alone. You don't have to be alone, and you don't have to carry this burden any longer. It's all right. It's all right to share. It's all right to speak. And if you're not ready to speak to us as women, Find a mate to speak with. Find a group where you can be opened up with. Stereotype and matrism left at the door. Come as in as vulnerable, beautiful human beings who need to open up, who need to understand, who need to clarify, who need to make their self-discovery of just how awesome they really are. And then you'll find that that conversation will open up towards everyone else and you will feel so much better. I promise you. Please watch this video here. Um, if you're only listening to this audio, go to selfdiscoverymedia.com, Sarah's View of Life. The episode is um, 2133, Feminine and Masculine Talk. And then please look at the, um, the Facebook, We Are Man Enough. It is uh, Justin Baldoni, Prince Ear, Derek Hoff, Javier Mon Monzo, Bossom Osef, and Matt Gagre. And they're all having this wonderful open talk, which I think for women is good to see because to understand why men have difficulty and for men to see why you have difficulty and where the barriers can come down. Because it's only when we're willing to bring those barriers down that we're willing to, to put the stereotypes away 
and to really open up that we really understand what it is, what communication really is and how to open up and really be vulnerable and listen and talk with one another and just let your inner self out and put away the image. Okay, folks? So, to all the men out there, we love you. We are with you and we really do wish that you take this journey to your own self-discovery and set yourself free because we're looking forward to having that wonderful, deep, beautiful, vulnerable conversation with you. Until next time, bye for now. We hope that you enjoyed the show. You will hear many, many shows here at selfdiscoverymedia.com. We have new shows for you out every week. Just find them on our podcast or, or what's new. If you feel that you have something to share that makes a difference in the lives of others, or you too feel that you could be a host, please contact me at info at selfdiscoverymedia.com and we will be glad to speak with you. Have a wonderful day.